is the 77 WABC minicast. September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and 77 WABC and the 77 WABC Foundation are creating awareness. Early detection is key. Now, with Rudy Giuliani, Curtis Lewa, and Sid Rosenberg, here's News Director Noam Layden. September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and we here at 77 WABC are creating awareness and encouraging you to get tested for prostate cancer. Now, here's Rudy Giuliani. Let's go back to 2000 when you found out that you had prostate cancer. Where were you, and how did you react? Well, I found out in two stages. First, my um, my general doctor, who had done a physical, called me and told me that my PSA was up. Uh, could be cancer, could be an infection, that I would have to go for a further test. So then I went to my urologist, Dr. Alexander Kirschenbaum. And Dr. Kirschenbaum gave me... Um, either a week or 10 days of antibiotics to see if the PSA would go down, which she said happens a large number of times, and therefore it's an infection rather than cancer. In my case, I got the call 10, 12 days later, and I was, it was a good Friday, believe it or not, and I just come out of church, and I was uh, in a uh, small Italian restaurant having fish, and, <laughs> and, and the doctor called, and he said, the test came out positive. <laughs> I said, good. He said, no, Rudy, uh, good here is bad. <laughs> positive means you have uh, cancer, uh, at least a number is, high, is, uh, is sufficiently high after the antibiotics so that more, most likely you have cancer. But now we have to do the biopsy. And, and what did you think in that moment? Because you didn't have any symptoms, right? There was nothing going on that no, suggested it. No, right? I, I went to the doctor for a general physical because I was feeling tired. Unusually, I'm never tired. And I was feeling tired and I had kind of a cough. And I wasn't very ill, but I was, for me, ill. And uh, I was considering undertaking a campaign for Senate. And I knew I would have to be in good physical condition. So I went, and at the very end, he said, do you want a PSA test? And I said, well, sure. You're going to do a blood test anyway. Do the PSA test. He said, well, it also involves the exam. I said, oh, okay, do that too. And um, he felt nothing, had no warnings. Uh, in the next three, four days, I felt fine. And uh, even when I was eventually diagnosed with it, and uh, they found it with the biopsy, I felt fine. I had a medium case, not severe, not uh, minor, uh, a case that had to be addressed. Uh, we couldn't do watchful waiting. I could be addressed either by surgery or by radiation. And I elected radiation. Uh, this, remember, this is 23 years ago. And uh, the radiation I elected was uh, dual radiation. I had seeds implanted in my uh, prostate to kill the cells on site. And then I had five weeks of external radiation to kill the rest of it. Um, and then I had about five months, really, of recovery. Now, by recovery, I went to work. I did everything else. But, I mean, everything wasn't normal for about four months. But after that, my sexual function came back, uh, urination was fine, 
and I've had no symptoms after that. Uh, and I would say, and, and the cancer hasn't returned, thank God. I, I, I'm tested every year now. Thank God is right. And, and yeah. you know, let's remind people, you were mayor at the time, and like you said, you were about to mount a campaign to run for Senate against Hillary Clinton. So it wasn't like you could stop everything that was going on. And if I remember right, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, I don't remember hearing much about it except you announcing that you had it and then and, announcing that you were recovering, but not a whole lot in between. Well, I tried to keep it, you know, I as private as possible, and the pre- except for one thing, the press was very good about it. The only thing the press wasn't good about it, they announced I had cancer before my doctor called me. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> no, no. I went, I went to the hospital, right, for the, for the biopsy. I took the biopsy. He was going to call me at 2 in the afternoon to let me know. At noontime, the New York Post had it. <laughs> so I called my doctor and told him. <laughs> That's crazy. But oh, I, my you God. Know, but I took it all as um, I was totally open about it. I didn't. Uh, I think they gave me extra privacy because I was open about it. The minute I knew about it, I announced it. Uh, and the minute I knew I was suspected of it, I announced it. The minute I knew about it, I announced it. Uh, when I decided on treatment, when I was, I took about three weeks to decide on treatment, and I said I'm going to take three weeks to decide on treatment. And so early detection, of course, is key, and that key. was really oh, what man. saved your life, no? Yeah, and killed my father. Really? My father died of prostate cancer, which always made me a 50% more likely person to get it, as my son is. And I keep urging him. He's, all, he's in his mid-30s to start now. I know they say usually 40 or 50 but I think if you're in the category of some kind of genetic uh, stronger possibility, why the heck not start early? Uh, it's nothing to it. You know, I think men avoid it because of the digital rectal exam, which, by the way, you get used to. It's not. Come on. It's, it's ridiculous. It's well, it's no, seconds of, of being uncomfortable. That's really. What it yeah, comes down to. Uh, it's exactly right. It's second. It's more, more embarrassing than it is than it is anything else. And, I, you know, I try on the other side to tell doctors do you really need it? Because think about it. If he had just done a di- digital rectal exam, he would not have known it. Even after, even after I was, uh, I would go to all those twelve doctors that knew I had it. They all insisted on doing it, and they. But they say it does give them some sense if they're going to treat it of how hard the prostate is. It gives them a better idea of where it's located, uh, and I. I over time, I've come to understand why it's important. But if, a, but if a man really resists, I'd give him the PSA without it, just for the heck of it. Give me, you know, just, I don't want to take more of your time, but give me a message for the people who are listening, which is most men, by the way, who don't go for regular checkups. How important that moment was for you back in 2000? It's going to save your, it saved my life. Uh, why wouldn't have I ended up like my father? I might have had it for 20 years, 10 years. Uh, my father died at 73. I'm now 79. And uh, my, do- my, my, my father had it, didn't know he had it. Probably he got it probably a little later than I did. But let's say he got it when he was 60. He carried it in his body until he was 70, 72, 73. And all of a sudden, when he felt the symptoms, it had already uh, metastasized and spread to the rest of his body. Prostate cancer can actually, in some people, remain in the prostate and never harm them. And when they die and do an autopsy, you find it in the, in the, in right. the prostate. In other men, it breaks out of the prostate, enters the blood system, and that's when 
it becomes very, very serious. And so if you can, if you can either contain it in the prostate, prostate or get it out of the prostate, it's very unlikely it's going to return. What, one last thing, Mayor. So what are the tests that I want to go when I go to the doctor? What am just I asking? To, just ask the doctor for a PSA test. Okay. Uh, he's going to say PSA, digital rectal exam. Do the whole thing. If not, see if he'll just do the PSA test. He may. Some doctors will do that. At least, at least it, it gives him an... Since people, people object to the PSA test because it's over-inclusive. But as far as I can tell, it's over-inclusive in the right way. In other words, it's not going to miss prostate cancer, but too often. It's going to more often give you a false positive because so many other things can elevate the PSA like an enlarged prostate, which has nothing to do with cancer, or an infection, a urinary infection, sometimes any infection. So doctors will tell you, when you get that first number, don't panic. Uh, it's about 50-50 that it's going to be cancer. So that's why they give you antibiotics. Uh, like when I, when I first had the elevated number, I said to my doctor, oh, come on, give me the biopsy right away. I want to know. He said, Mayor, I'm going to treat you like every other patient. You may not need the biopsy. A biopsy is an easy thing, but you don't do it if you don't have to. So let's go through the let's go through the the regimen. You take the antibiotics. I think it was five days. If we see a decrease in the number, we continue. If we can wipe out the infection, you do not have prostate cancer. Uh, but if we can't wipe it out, then we have to do a biopsy because it still may be a false positive. And then when we have the biopsy, then we have exactly what we're shooting for. Mild case, medium case, serious case, or worst case scenario, some of it's already escaped from the prostate. Now, I should also assure people that from 23 years ago, even if you have advanced prostate cancer, your chance of surviving is still pretty darn stronger than most other cancers. You can get to a point where it's not. But what I'm saying is, if you, God forbid, go to the doctor and it's just escaped from the prostate, you're probably going to make it. Well, that's a great message. Uh, thank you, and um, thank you so much for being so forthcoming with your story, because for sure lots of people will listen yeah. and say, oh, I better wives, go get checked out, too. Uh, also, tell the wives and girlfriends. Right, right. Because they get you there very well, often, your husbands too. and boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go totally get true. the damn test. Yeah. I mean, what are you, some kind of a sissy? Yeah, <laughs> that's the message right there. Thank you very much, Mayor. I appreciate right, your time. You. Take care. Take care. God bless you. Same to you. Bye-bye. Now, here's Curtis Lewa. So tell me about the moment that that you found out that you've been diagnosed with prostate cancer? Well, I'd had a problem uh, urinating, and then I actually collapsed one day, went for a PSA test, it was high, and did the absolute worst thing that you could ever do when you have prostate cancer. Put, your, put yourself in the hands of a surgeon. Do not get surgery. Do not. You will be incontinent. You will be impotent. You will have problems. You will have to wear a diaper to the day you die. Whatever you do, there are so many other therapies now. Do not get surgery. What year was this? This was 2012. And um, you knew something was wrong. How come you didn't go to the doctor sooner? Or did you go to the doctor right, right no, away? No, it's just uh, you just assumed it was just a minor problem. And again... Just because you have a negative PSA test, it could be high for other reasons. Do not let these surgeons 
force you to get surgery to make their quotas. Because remember, a lot of them are affiliated with hospitals. There's a certain number of surgeries they have to perform. And I'm telling you, with all the modern-day methods to avoid surgery, you'd be absolutely out of your mind to follow my path. Because then you will be incontinent, you will be impotent, and you will be wearing a diaper. So what path should you have chosen? What path I should have chosen Mm -hmm. is relax. You're not going to die. It's not going to metastasize right away. Look at all your options. Just don't hit the panic button because... A surgeon will tell you, well, you know, uh, I may have to open you up and then tell you to go on a cruise for six months and then you're going into the hereafter. Don't fold to that kind of a pitch. All right, so let's go to the symptoms just again because with Mayor Giuliani, he said he was tired and that's why he went into the doctor and that's how he found out he had prostate cancer. For you, you were having a hard time peeing? Was that the Hard thing time got- urinating and then collapsed in the men's stall. Uh, I was in Morristown, in fact. I was talking at a tea party meeting in the Great Lawn there. And uh, at a restaurant, I had to use the bathroom, and I collapsed. And that's when I knew I had to get a checkup. And from there, the PSA level was high. Next stop, a proctologist. Next stop, the surgeons were vying for an opportunity to cut me open. Worst mistake I ever made in my life, even worse than getting married five times. (laughs) What is the message you have to men who, you know, usually don't like going to doctors and for sure don't like having that rectal exam, which is the first exam you get to check on the prostate? Well, you don't get the rectal exam right away. You get a PSA test. Then if it's a high PSA test, you explore what your options are. Do not panic. Do not let other people say to you, oh, you'll be dead in six months. Be cool, calm, and collected. That PSA high test may be a result of other things. If eventually uh, doctors will tell you, well, you need some kind of therapy to deal with it, again, be cool, calm, and collected. Take your time. It shouldn't be a panic unless it's metastasized. Now, if it's metastasized, you may have no other choice. I wasn't in that position. Most men are not in that position. Most men walking around today say the dumbest thing they ever had done in their life is having their prostate taken out surgically, whether it's by a guy feeling around in your stomach, old school style, or robotic surgery. That is crazy. Don't do it. Now, here's Sid Rosenberg. Tell me what... um you, in the days and weeks after Bernie passed away, did that make you more concerned about your own health? Were you, or were you somebody who always went to the doctor regularly? No, uh, I never go to the doctor. My wife, Danielle, my daughter, Ava, always yelling at me because of that. I actually made a dermatology visit this summer, but I fought for like a week about it. I'm much like Bernie in that respect. I never got a PSA count of 18, God rest my friend's soul. That may have scared the hell out of me. But I just don't go. I mean, I've never gotten a uh, prostate exam. I'm not laughing about it because it's funny. I just haven't done it. I haven't gotten a, uh, a uh, colonoscopy. All those things that have been recommended to me. And you would think losing my best friend, yeah, my best friend, my partner, my guy. I mean, me and Bernie go well, well before 2016 when we started here at WABC. We started our friendship back in 2000 at WFAN. You would think that would have scared the hell out of me. But uh, I'm one of those guys that for some reason, I don't even know why. I'm not scared. I don't dislike doctors. I don't. It's not like I don't appreciate what they have to say. I've just never been that guy. But now, this year, like I said, dermatologist a couple of weeks ago, and I made all those appointments coming up in the very near future. Don't know why, but I guess it must have hit me at some point. Yeah, because the anniversary of Bernie's death is coming up, October 5th. 
And you would think that would be the ultimate time to go in and do everything that unfortunately wasn't available or he didn't do leading up to his you know, cancer. No, you're right. And, and that's uh, that month, actually, in October, I do have two doctor visits, two doctor visits. And uh, we're going to take a look. You know, it's not that I'm afraid. You know, guys are afraid. What if I find out I'm sick? Dermatologist, yes. Because I was scared to death. He's going to say, you have skin cancer. You can't go to the beach. And I was going to be like, no, I'm still going to the beach. I don't care. Right. Which I had once before, the thing on my head in Delray Beach. I'm not scared to find out the truth. I just, I just... I don't know. I can't really make a, a, a logical excuse as to why. I would just rather be watching TV or going to the gym or doing something fun. That's it. I'm like a child. But I have two appointments in October, and oh, I owe all that to, uh, to Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and then a quick word of advice to other people who are like you. As Mayor Giuliani called them sissies. He said, don't be a sissy. Go to the doctor. What do you say? Yeah, I'm not sure they're sissies. I just think, again, that they just, they'd rather do something else. Would you rather go to, you know, I'd rather go to the gym. I'd rather watch TV. I'd rather go for a nice lunch. I'm not afraid. I'm not a sissy. Um, but I think that you have to put your priorities in order. And uh, Bernard was a young, healthy guy. I'll never forget during the days of COVID, I stole all my gym equipment from downstairs in my building. Bernie used to run and, and uh, do pull-ups on scaffolds and do, you know, do push-ups in the street. He was just unbelievable. The guy can run up and down the stairs for the, for the uh, Tunnel to Towers 15 times. He was really a physical specimen, not big and muscular per se like me, but in tremendous shape. And he was gone in a year. That's all you need to know, folks. So it may be going very well today. It can go horribly wrong tomorrow. That should be enough. Maybe not a sissy, but just come to the realization that we're just human and eventually something's going to get us. Thank you very much, Sid. You know, September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and we here at 77 WABC are creating awareness and encouraging you to get tested for prostate cancer. 77 WABC cares.